Good evening. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. I'm good. How are you keeping? I'm tired, but I'm good. I'm feeling a bit better today than I was other days, though. I think my my blood pressure is is not as high or something. Yeah. Um, and I did go for a walk at lunchtime in work instead of like normally I eat something and I just kind of vegetate for a bit because because at that point I'm feeling shit. Did you go far? Um, where did it, a few kilometers of walk? Mm. I'd say probably about four kilometers, four and a half. I think going out at lunchtime is so helpful because it really breaks up the day for you when all you're doing is sitting in your own fucking house all the time. Like every day now, uh, during work, I go out and I do my run at lunchtime instead of after work, just because it gets the endorphins up for the second half of the day and... It gets it out of the way then for the evening. You can just go for a walk in the evening and just relax then. It has really been helping me. Yeah, no, I, I kind of felt, a, I really felt the value of it today. And it's something I'm going to try keep up because I feel like crap and I just want to go to bed at that point. And that doesn't help anything. Whereas actually getting out, getting a bit of fresh air. Now it helped as well that today was such a gorgeous day here. Yeah, in the 20s up here. Still in the 20s up here. Mm. So it was a really nice day and that did help because that would put you in good form anyway. So why are you feeling shit? I think just the like the blood pressure is really, it has a big old effect on how I'm feeling during the day. And have you tried anything to make yourself feel better? Did you try the meditation or anything? Well, the walk today was something that really helped. I got a thing called a Shakti mat. I was playing with it. Is um, that a yoga mat? It's not a yoga mat. It's a mat with spikes on it. Okay. It's me trying mad stuff, but the idea is that it kind of, I think it kind of, I don't know, there's probably all mysticism and shit attached to it, but instead I just stand on it and I figure it probably takes the blood away to my feet for a bit. Is that thing with the nails sticking out of it that you do see the, I don't know the right term to put it in, but like the kind of Indian religious people standing on? Exactly, yeah, yeah. The bit of nails. Right. Does it hurt? It's kind of like standing on Lego, but when you stand on the Lego, you're careful about standing on the Lego. Yes, and I, I think maybe helped by the fact that you're paying to stand on this, and with Lego, it's just an added bonus that you don't really want. Yeah, like I mean, you're never, you're rarely going to stand on Lego on purpose, but with this, you're standing on Lego on purpose, so you're kind of going right. This is what I'm doing. I'm sort of you know mindful of the fact that I'm doing it, and therefore it's not not so bad. But yeah, I, I was kind of giving that a go as a sort of a, a means to meditation. Yeah, and are you like watching your breath and stuff as you as you stand on it? Yeah, now I haven't lasted on it fierce long. Like, you know, they say start out with maybe two minutes and try to work your way up to 20. I'm yeah. still, still knocking about the two minutes, partially because I'm impatient. Yeah, well, that's one thing with meditation. You really have to tell yourself, I oh, you have to sit down here and put up with it until it starts feeling good. Mm. I'm hoping to get out. I'm hoping the weather holds to the weekend because I was just looking. There's lots of people on the canal with their kayaks and their stuff, and I'm just mad to get out in it. Well, uh, Siri here is telling me that the weather in Dublin, at least for the weekend, is all piss and rain. Alexa, what's the weather like this weekend? In Castle Connor this weekend, stormy weather is expected on Friday. You the of the weekend, absolute fucking go me. 
Alexa, off. What a, what a bitch. She, just she really let you bread. down there. Yeah, yeah. Absolute. Absolute well, to gold. be fair, if, if the storm is like super bad, you can send up a paddleboard just outside your door. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like if, if it's in any way nice for any period of time, I'll try to get out of it. Yeah. That, that, that just bummed me out because I was looking out at the weather and I was like, it's so nice. If it lasts the weekend, I'll have a lovely time standing on a pedalboard. Well, sure, look, maybe that would be motivation for you to go out tomorrow evening after work and just, you know, get in your head that you have to get back exercising again. Put that kind of deadline. If you can't do it at the weekend, it'll benefit you to go out another time and it'll be fun. It's something you want to do. Hmm. Where do you stand on granola breakfast? Actually, Steve, that leads me into something that I found this morning that really pissed me off. But to answer your question before I get to that, uh, Grand, I have it every morning. Do you? Yes. Um, What I found is, you know them Nature Valley bars? Yeah. They have loads of fucking calories in them. I'd imagine so, yeah. And I'd imagine the granola breakfasts aren't great either. Now, I had granola breakfast today. I normally don't have that. And I was kind of going, ah, oh, why did I buy that? You know? No, I like it. I have a, just a Tesco brand granola breakfast every morning. And it has like little berries and stuff in it. Uh, I generally like it. But at the moment, we're having like redecorating in the kitchen. So we're not able to use it. And I was trying to think, what am I going to do just for alternative breakfast and all that bollocks? And I have a load of granola bars just because I generally buy them for going to work. Um, sometimes when I don't have breakfast. And they have, like, one just little Nature Valley bar has more calories than a pack of potatoes. Yeah, when I did the Great Great Kerry Cycle, or whatever it's called, that 180 kilometre or 170 kilometre, whatever it was, um, cycle that I did below in Kerry, uh, that's what they give you to kind of keep you fat. I was disgusted. Yeah. So I have a box full of the things now. I have about 15 of the fucking guns. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. I mean, they are really, really full of calories. I mean, I think that I thought that was what their purpose was. They're like plumpy nut. God, there's a blast from the past. Plumpy nut. Plumpy nut, yeah. Mm. I've never. Um, so I know someone who's eaten plumpy nut, but I can't remember who it is. Yeah. Have you ever had Plumpy Nut? I've never had Plumpy Nut. I think the brother had it. I think he brought it back one time um, mm. and just had it out of curiosity. It's kind of to fatten you up a bit. Which, especially calling it Plumpy Nut, is just such a <laughs> condescending uh, thing. Uh, yeah, that is kind of funny, I think. Speaking of motivation and all this bullshit, I've got a theory. Mm. LinkedIn is on the way out. Go now, on. I'm saying this because I was doing a bit of scroll through LinkedIn today and you know the way you see people posting on timelines just as you do with Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff and this just rando boomer was posted up like rando boomer any more fucking millennial shite you want to spew there Adam you're recording a podcast Stephen cast the first stone there (laughs) okay be careful when it hits you Uh, so this guy was sharing this meme like this, um, you know the way you see old ones in Facebook groups posting like inspirational photographs with minions on them. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, Jess. Yeah, so he he had basically the the LinkedIn equivalent to this, 
and on it was written because I've got I, I screenshot the picture just because I, I looked at it going this is the downfall of LinkedIn uh, always remember this grapes must be crushed to make wine diamonds form under pressure olives are pressed to release oil seeds grow in darkness whenever you feel crushed under pressure pressed or in darkness you're in a powerful place of transformation trust the process guess who on LinkedIn, which is supposed to be the professional platform, is the background of this photo. What inspirational figure is the background of this photo? Bill Gates. Th- three guesses. Bill Gates, no. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, no. Uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, no. It's the picky fucking blinders, Stephen. All right. Like, fictional. First of all, this is going, oh, work hard and achieve. And it's fictional fucking criminals they put behind it. Why do you think this is why it's on the way out? Because it's now becoming farce. People are say like this is supposed to be the platform where professionals pre- pretend to be professional and post ideas and share whatever. And that element of Facebook, you know, minion postery has now transferred, it's starting to transfer over to LinkedIn and it's just becoming mindless faff. Mm, fair enough. I'd, so, I, like, I never I, got into LinkedIn, really. I stuck up my profile because a friend said they got a job on it. So I stuck up my profile, hoping somebody would just go here, have a job when I needed a job one time. I mean, um, largely, yeah, I've had people reach out to me about that kind of thing on it. I, I'm not hugely active either, but uh, sometimes for work, I'll have to do things on it. And like mostly, to be honest, LinkedIn is just people commenting congratulations on something for someone else. So it's. I mean, it's a vacuous enough thing, like very professional people would post blogs and stuff on it and that, and that's fine. But I think for like non self-promotional levels now, after seeing this post, I am convinced LinkedIn is dead. And I also got kind of pissed off looking at the post because it's promoting an agenda that I don't think is too healthy for a mindset anyway. That you should be under the cosh. Um, yeah, like this grapes must be crushed to make wine. Diamonds are under pressure. Like if you feel like you're being crushed or you're under enough pressure that, you know, you're under the kind of pressure that would change the formation of carbon from cold to a diamond or you're being squeezed like a like an olive so hard that you're going to spontaneously burst and become oil, then chill the fuck out because so much of this is like, especially on LinkedIn when it's based around work, uh, that kind of pressure you're feeling, depending on what you do, it, that kind of pressure is pressure devoted towards achieving someone else's goals other than your own. And if you feel so pressured that you're going to, you know, become a crystal and the what you're working towards isn't your goal, like your personal goal, yeah. chill the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. No, you're dead right. And I kind of, I'm glad to hear you say, saying it because I think it's a good point to to make that yeah it's important sometimes to stop and take focus and see what you're getting from something versus what someone else is getting absolutely because and like so many businesses will use these kind of terms of you know oh diamonds are formed under pressure and you know do what you can to be the best you can be but that's really just a a shadow for their lack of empathy for Mm. your own kind of mental bandwidth and, you know, the fact that maybe there's no support structure there to get you the help you need and what you want. 
so like it's I think it's so important to when you're feeling stressed in work to remember who you're trying to achieve goals for. And I, saw, I saw one of these memes. Do you ever see this meme where a fella is slapping a kind of a bandage on a big tank that's yeah that the water is coming out of? <laughs> yeah. And it was like some and somebody had a list of all the different things that were you know like uh, poor holiday time, no raises, no you know all the all problems that are quite commonplace in workplaces. And then and your man slapping it on it, he was labelled employer, and the the thing. Uh, he was slapping onto the the tank was labeled pizza. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like yeah, I I used to work in a call center once upon a time, and that was one thing I used to despise was placating us all with a tiny little you know like oh we'll have pizza on Friday, and it's like stop trying to be fun, pay me right, and let me take my fucking holidays. Absolutely, and it's you see especially in these like massive kind of hip multinationals like I suppose it, it's probably not helpful to name any names but they were in Limerick and they did fuck a lot of people over recently you know they would offer they would do your laundry for you and all your meals would be delivered there and all that means is they're giving you no excuse to have to go home stay longer work harder we won't pay you more but here's a fucking lasagna yeah yeah you know it's un- unless you're extremely work orientated and and that's what you do you know that's where you get your that's what makes you horny hmm. unless that's who you are just reassess and go hey look is this stress that i'm feeling is this not in my stomach worth it and if if i step away for a bit does does that mean i'm a bad person does it reflect who i am so much especially right now we're all working from home and everyone has days where they don't feel they got much done or whatever and it's just yeah remember it, it it's no reflection on you yeah yeah it's just part and parcel of it hmm very much advocate a, a six hour work day i would be i'm absolutely in agreement with you i think it, it, they make it work in scandinavia uh, i saw someone post actually on twitter today conveniently enough it wasn't on linkedin just outlining why the 40 hour work week is no one can fo- focus 40 hours a week consistently no it's well this is you waste a lot of time just by i i find like you put me under that little bit more pressure of having a six hour day to get my stuff done and i'm going to be more productive in that six hour day yeah you know it's it's kind of like um it's kind of like when you're running a race at the very end you can kind of go oh i'm getting near the thing and you'll speed up absolutely yeah you um when you know you've got a certain time you want to get something done in, like if you want to get, you know, a sub 30 minutes, 5K, if you know you've got that constraint, you're you're going to push harder just to get it done in time. Yeah. Whereas if, if, if you're given the time, you'll sit back and you just won't be as productive and you're wasting your own time. They're wasting your own time and they're wasting just time generally. I mean, there's no need for it. I think, I think a six hour day, would be far more efficient because you'd be able to focus. Here's the weird question. What would James Connolly say about that? He'd say, give a six hour day. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I was on this Facebook page this week and it's absolutely gas. It's called um, Proud Irish Descendants. You invited me to and I went in and I was like, I don't know what Adam is doing here. 
Uh, oh, it's gas. It's it's basically just there was a load of Americans like they just get together, like they invite each other. It's like any Facebook group for community. This community is based on being Irish diaspora and talking about how proud they are to be Irish. And someone shared like a funny thing that popped up on Twitter. So a load of Irish people are after flocking to it and they're trolling the absolute shite out of the Americans. Now, some of it is very good natured and fun. Some of it has actually gotten pretty fucking toxic. There's a lot of Irish people in there who have an incredible chip on their shoulder and they're being absolute pricks to the Americans. And I did leave a comment to the effect going, lads, we're all having fun taking the piss of the Yanks, but let's not be cunts about it. But one thing that I saw a Northern Irish person, I think, post up that wasn't taking the piss at all is that, as they put it, the Free Staters really sold Connolly up the river and... Yeah, it just made me got me thinking about about Connolly. Yeah, I mean they didn't. It I, like he wasn't a significant figure in his lifetime, particularly in general politics. Yeah, he was in trade union politics a significant figure, but in in national politics he wasn't a huge. Fi- so as so, for somebody who could be, you know, uh, who was essentially. S- s- sent up the river none i mean his agenda was never the most popular agenda yeah no it's a question i said i wanted to run by you because i i obviously have nowhere near as much knowledge on that kind of thing as you do and it was a really interesting statement for someone technically living in britain it was an interesting insight for them to have yeah i mean like 1913 uh 1913 and the lockout and stuff yeah i mean it was very important that in that particular year because of what was happening with the strikes and stuff. I mean, in the decade before it, he was, he was in America for a good bit, you know? So Mm. he's like, you know, his imprint on Irish history was mostly made through his death and leading the Irish and, and, and of course setting up the Irish citizens army. So I think the Irish citizens army was his big thing, you know? And a good friend of mine wrote a book on the Irish citizens army. The, I think it's called the, the labor Hercules or something like that. Uh, Jeff Ledden wrote it. And if you're interested in finding out more, I would suggest giving it a read. Now, when am I going to get my cut of that promo? <laughs> but yeah, that's my, my two cents. Yeah, we must do an old Irish history episode one day because you've clearly mm. got a lot of knowledge that I think listeners would find uh, a bit a, a bit interesting and I'm the perfect ahistorical dipshit to ask you questions about it. Yeah, sometimes now, I I mean, sometimes I, I just spout nonsense, but yeah, no, we could definitely do that. Okay, Um, how, 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 what's our running time at the moment? Yeah, we might get away there because I'm getting sick of your voice. And on that topic, uh, from next week, we're going to be cutting down again. Yep. Which, you know, we seem to be losing more episodes than we're losing weight. But Mm. um, if I guess if people want us to boost back up again, what we're going to do is go down to one a week. Try always to publish now on Wednesdays. Is this stage three of the podcast? Yeah. So this is the phase where people can come within six feet of me, but I prefer they didn't. And should probably have a mask on if that mask is of willie od that's better excellent sure i'll talk to you so early next week adam fantastic have a good evening no siri not you <laughs> and a good evening to you <laughs> okay talk, adam. good luck